Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The world is going to come into a terrible catastrophe. It's not regular astrology. It's Nostradamus astrology. Wait till October. October is when the entire world of mankind is going to be a magnificent, incredible catastrophe that's coming. And it won't hit here till about October. This is a legend in the alternative research field on symbolism, skull and bones, New World Order, and much, much more. What we need is to get back ourselves in tune with that divine universal God force that's out there, because I'm telling you, that's where the power is. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Donut. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like and share this video. And in today's video, we're going to have a sit-down conversation with the legend, Jordan Maxwell. I have been so nervous to speak with him. Got to talk to him on the phone yesterday, and I am just super excited to sit down and have a conversation with him. And for all y'all tuning in, this is a legend in the alternative research field on symbolism, skull and bones, new world order, and much, much more. And I think you're gonna find what he has to say very, very interesting. Yeah, you know, this is my first podcast ever doing this. So, you know, I'm not a professional, I'm a professional video editor, very talented at the production side, but, like I told you yesterday on the phone, I'm a huge fan of yours. I look up to you. I've been watching you for 13 years. and <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a long time. It is a long time. So I'm just super grateful just to chat with you yesterday. Super And nervous. I'm very happy to talk with you anytime. I've been doing what I do for 60 years. I started back in 1959, probably before you were born. Oh, yeah, <laughs> unless I was an old soul walking around here. Yeah. Anyway, what do you want to talk about? Uh, i like to hear more about um, how we're going into Ophiocus. <laughs> Ophiocus, Ophiocus. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what my what my astrologer friend Apiucus. Apiucus. Yeah, and he said that's another another constellation like the zodiac, but it's not part of the zodiac. It's only uh, just another constellation, Apiucus. It's very very severe. Wherever Apiucus shows up, whatever's happening is very severe. And then he said, September and October, the whole world, all the earth is going to go into Scorpio. Scorpions are deadly. And the, uh, and the god over Scorpio is Mars. Mars is the god of war. And Scorpio is deadly. 
So in September, October, we're going to see a deadly, deadly war. And he, and but he wouldn't tell me what he thought it was. And I don't know. It could be a nuclear war. It could be a war with China. It could be a, a comet hit the Earth. One never knows what it would be, but he said it's going to be really severe because Ophiuchus is going to be involved in Scorpio and Mars. Mars is a god of war, and scorpions are deadly, and Ophiuchus is very, very severe. So I don't know what's coming, but whatever it is, it's going to be big. Yeah, my gut feeling. My gut feeling is it's going to be a war between us and the destroyers of civilization, the people who want to destroy our country and destroy our people, and have already destroyed our morals and our culture and our ethics. But they want to destroy all of us off the earth. I don't know who the hell's going to feed them because they're lazy and stupid. I don't know who's going to feed them. <laughs> but they want us who work hard to provide a future for the world. They want us gone. So I don't know what's going to happen. So. Yeah, and, you know, we could see everything just ramped up with the coronavirus, with China, with the digitization of everything, like you said in earlier podcasts. And what we no one knows what it's going to be but it's in the stars and you said in an earlier podcast that there's no controlling it it has nothing to do with anything it has something to do with the stars yes that's exactly correct and i think we in america are going to have a horrible experience the whole country is going to experience something terrible like a civil war where we're going to have to get rid of the people who are trying to to destroy the country and destroy our culture and destroy our, our whole means of a life. So I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to, we'll wait and see. I'm just telling you, I know something is coming. But everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah. And like, the I, you know, I have a... I worked for this guy. He was an evangelical Christian. I, evangelical, I can't even say the word, but he'd always evangelical, say evangelical. Yeah. Evangelical Christian. And he would always say, Alex, nothing new under the sun. Uh, Cause he liked to quote that. And I was listening to a podcast yesterday. You were talking about Egypt. This was like back in the day, long time yeah. ago, how we, how like, we're not as smart. We're not smart. The pyramids, the people who built those, whatever these civilizations are, they must have gone through Ophiuchus. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? I think what's happening on the earth today has directly to do with something the pharaohs were involved in that we don't understand or know anything about. But I think they were involved in something that we are now finally seeing coming. And we're seeing it happening, but it is Egyptian. And I have a reason for saying that. I found out some information just recently from a lecture that I didn't know about. And 
that's basically what I came to the conclusion. It has to do with something the ancient Egyptians were involved in that we today do not know anything about. Let me give you an example. Yes. On the side of one of the great temples in Egypt, on one side of the temple was a story written, and it's been translated. And the story was that Pharaoh Akhenaten was walking along the Nile one day by himself, and a silver disc came over his head, a silver disc. We're talking about maybe a UFO or whatever. <laughs> it came over his head, the story goes, and as it came over his head, it followed him, and he began to hear voices in his head from somebody in the, in the silver disc talking to him. And they told him to go back to Cairo. And because he was Pharaoh, for him to found a new city, for him to start a new city. And the symbol for that new city was a symbol for a new world that they wanted to produce. And he was told the symbol for that new city, you should call the city Akhenaten, Akhenaten, Akhenaten. No, Akhenaten, because Aten was the sun god of Egypt. So the voice said, go back and call this new city Akhenaten, and it will be the symbol for the whole world will accept that symbol. We're telling you, the whole world is going to accept it. And the symbol for that new city is going to be a sunrise over a mountain range. Make sure you remember, the symbol for, this, for the new city will be a sunrise, a sun rising behind a mountain range. Well, in point of fact, today, that's exactly right. It's exactly true. I knew about the sunrise over the mountain range many, many years ago. I knew all about it. But I didn't realize that Pharaoh had been told what to do. And when I read that, it was startling to me. That explains where Christianity came from. Christianity's symbol is a sunrise over a mountain range. Well, don't the Christians go to church on Sunday? And is Jesus not called God's Son, the light of the world? Well, of course, the Son is the light of the world. And he is your risen Savior. Well, of course, the Son is your risen Savior. Because he rises every morning about 5.30, he rises. And he is the Savior of the world because the Son keeps us warm, it lets us get energy so our food will grow, we will grow, and we stay alive and are able to live on the earth because of our son. So God's son, well, you have to ask yourself, who owns the son? Well, nobody on the earth owns the son. Well, then who owns it? Well, if you're religious or philosophical, you might say that God owns the sun. Okay, 
that is God's son. In the Anglo-Saxon language, our English language, we spell S-U-N for that round globe that comes up in the morning. We spell S-U-N. But in Germany, the Germanic spelling of the th that thing is called S-O-N. The Germans spell it S-O-N. We spell it S-U-N. And so, therefore, God's son, S-O-N, is the God's son, S-U-N. He is the light of the world. Well, of course he's the light of the world. What else lights the world if it isn't the sun? And he is your risen savior. Well, then you begin to see how the whole of Christianity is the worship of God's son, the light of the world. And so, knowing that, the symbol for Christianity is a sunrise over a mountain range. But, but even more specific, today, when the Soviet Union was founded back in the 1920s and 30s, when they, originally the Communist Party took over Russia and reestablished a new government in, in Russia called the Soviet Union, it was called the USSR, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. So all the little countries in Russia became socialists. Well, that's what we have today. We have a social networks. Our, our, our telephones and our Facebook and all those other silly things that is going on are called social networks. Why? Because we are socialists. We are the new communist on the earth. We are collecting everybody together into one place. We're collecting all governments together, all the people together. We are the new Soviet empire in America. And so that's why they're called socialist networks, uh, social networks. So the bottom line is I didn't know about Pharaoh until about two months ago. I heard a lecture by a dear friend of mine. He was a dear friend of mine. His name is, his name is Jay Widener. And Jay Widener gave a lecture in uh, Laughlin, Nevada. Well, so did I. I gave a lecture on the sunrise over the mountain range and the words and the terms, not knowing he was coming behind me to give a lecture, he gave a lecture explaining the sunrise behind the mountain. I said, my God, I've been looking at this for 60 years. I didn't know that, that Pharaoh was told to start a new religion based on Akhnaton, Akhnaton, and that's what the Jews today, the Hebrews today say that God's name is too holy for you to use it. But you can use a substitute word that means him, that means the God of the Jews. But it's not his name, it just means him. And that name, the Jews say today, is called Tetragrammaton. The Tetragrammaton is four Hebrew letters inside of a sunrise. And that's used for God's name. Tetra is four. 
gram, G-R-A-M-M, is a letter, like A, B, C, D, gram, or gives us the word grammar. So tetragram is four letters, and the Hebrews called God's name tetragram aton. Yeah, the four letters for the sun god aton, like Pharaoh Aknat aton. Or at not uh, Aton is the sun god, so the whole world, all religions on the face of the earth, and all peoples on the face of the earth, no matter where they are, they use the sunrise over a mountain range, and they call it the Aton. The police department have it on their badges, the sunrise. Uh, everybody, the fire department. All governmental agencies, the United States, everybody uses the sunrise over a mountain range, just like Pharaoh was told. This is going to be a symbol for a new world. Boy, when I found that out, it all dawned on me. Now I understand. He was sensational. Jay Widener was his name. He was a dear friend of mine, but I didn't know. He brought out. And his lecture about the sunrise was going to be a symbol for the whole world. Well, today, the Communist Party uses the sunrise over our mountain range for their symbols for world communism. And Hillary Clinton uses the term for communism in her run for office. And Barack Obama used the same identical term when they were running for office. It was called the dawn of a new day with the sunrise of our mountain range. It's a communist symbol for the world communism. So I think that's what we are facing today. We're facing something very big from out there. Somebody told Pharaoh a long time ago, to use this symbol because it's going to be used all over the world. Well, today it is. So therefore, I believe that we are in terrible trouble because we are facing something that is so very ancient, maybe 6,000 years old, and has been coming for a long time. And now we humans who happen to be alive today are going to see with our own eyes and with our own lives, we're going to see the communization of the whole earth. The whole world is coming into a communist world power. We're all going to be faced with prison and taking away all of your rights from all countries all over the earth. And America was founded because they wanted us to have our freedom and our rights. We don't have any freedom anymore. Because most people do not know this is not the United States of America. We're no longer called the United States of America. It is a privately owned company. We in the 48 states or the 50 states, we are a corporation like General Electric, General Motors, Ford Motor Company. These are corporations. They're not governments. They're corporations. Therefore, we cannot make any laws in this country. Why? Because we're not a legitimate government. We are a corporation. It's called the U.S.
Corporation. It was incorporated in 1868 to 1870. It was an incorporation. It's a privately owned company we live in. Today, if you're in the service, you're going not to defend America. You're going out to defend the corporation called United States. And that's why you're given certain privileges when you come home, if you are given anything. That's why, because you're not defending America. You're defending a, cro a corporation called United States. So you are a U.S. citizen, not an American. Americans, you see in the old cowboy days, when the cowboys are riding into town, they had the guns on their hips, and they go in the bar and they have a drink, and if they have a falling out with another guy, you can always go outside if you want and finish it off. And the sheriff is out there. He's not going to say anything. All the people in the city know you have a right to carry a gun. And as long as you're facing another adult and that adult is armed and you both agree to it, they go out and finish it off. And one of you is not going to see the sun come up tomorrow. And so that's, that was an American. That's the way America lived. But when we became a corporation after the Civil War, we became a corporation after the Civil War because after the Civil War, United States of America was anything but united. We were not united. We were killing each other. So it was decided since we were in a horrible, terrible war between the North and the South, it was called a civil war. There was nothing civil about a war. But the point is that after the Civil War, it was decided we're not united anymore. So we can't call ourselves officially the United States of America. So they called us the United States Corporation, the company. And it was incorporated in Delaware. And Delaware is a very famous state to have a corporation, a Delaware corporation called United States. And they said in the corporation paper back in 1868 that if you are living here, you are an employee of a corporation called United States. And if you work hard every day and pay your bills and do what you're supposed to do and pay all your fines and your tickets and all that silly nonsense that we have to do, then when you, when you get older... We look at you as security for the corporation called United States because you pay all your bills and you keep paying and you keep paying and you keep paying. So you are a security for what they call the body social. The body social is the whole country. So that's why when you reach 65, you get social security. Why? You're, because you are the security for the body social. That's why you get a piece of the action to keep you alive. Just so you just so you can pay your bills and stay alive. They give you a little something like a little dividend, huh. a little interest, a little dividend. They give it back to you. And it's called Social Security. All of this is very interesting stuff when you get into world government and who we are and where we've come from and the pharaohs of Egypt in the ancient religions of the world. They're all based on the same symbol of the sun. In the Hindu religion, which is, the, which is the mother of all religions, is the Hindu. 
they influenced Egypt. Hindus and Egyptians, Hindu and Egyptians influenced us. And so we have something called Judaism or Christianity. No, it's Hinduism. Go back to the Hindus and you will see in Hinduism they have the Star of David and they have a, uh, what do they call it, a, um, the bundle of sticks with the hatchet head, they call it a fascist. Fascist. Yeah, fascist. And so we then you begin to see the entire world of mankind is still, the more we change, the more we stay the same. We're still worshiping the sun. We're still a bunch of fascists and a bunch of murderers. And we're still creating wars and killing each other. And we're still trying to dominate. Men are dominating women. Men and women are dominating children. And we're trying to dominate each other. So this, this crap never stops. So I'm afraid that we are in serious trouble because we don't understand history. We don't know anything about the history of the human family, of the human race. And today, the whole world appears to be going, appears to be going total communist. Everything is Black Lives Matter. And the white people need to be kicked off the planet. And so if you happen to be born Anglo-Saxon, you are an enemy to the people. And that's why Christianity is trying to be destroyed. And it's very easy to destroy Christianity because there was nothing to it to start with. It's all sun worship. And so, so many people living in this country today do not understand enough to pour pee out of a boot. They're <laughs> ignorant. Yeah, they're ignorant, unread, ill-informed, and don't know crap about nothing. All they know is what's coming on TV and that the Dodgers are playing tonight. That's all they know. Yeah. And, uh, and, and there is, it is amazing to me how many sports we have in America that is based on a ball. Baseball, football, tennis ball bowling ball, uh, you know, soccer ball, everything is based on a ball. Why? Because animals love to play with a ball. And that's what our masters who own this country think about us. We're just a bunch of silly animals eating each other, raping each other, and ripping off each other. And so we're just, they give us a ball and we go out and play ball. And that's what they tell us in our business. You know, you're a team player. That's why you have a team of lawyers. We're a team player. And then they ask you, and that's one half of the problem. The other half is the commercial half, how business works. Most people do not know how money and business works. You have to understand the words and the terms of where they come from. And you can't do that in just a few days. You have to spend 60 years looking at this world. It's an incredible story of how much we Americans don't know. I've been trying to awaken my fellow man for 60 years. Nobody seems to listen. Nobody seems to understand what I'm talking about. Because I can talk for three hours on a particular subject 
at the end take questions and they ask me the same thing that I just got you talking about for three hours. That tells me they're not listening. They don't know what you're talking about. They don't, they have, all they know is football and basketball. That's all they know. They don't understand what you're talking about. They don't even care. So I say they don't read shit. They don't know shit. And they don't re research shit. And the best part is they don't give a shit. Nobody seems to spend their time reading and studying. If you're going to get a law degree, you have to do a little bit of that. Start reading and studying to get a law degree. Well, I've been reading and studying for 60 years. I know damn well what's going on and how it works all over the world. No matter who you are, <clears throat> no matter where you live, I know the history of the whole world, how the humans got here and where we're going. And I'm about the only one that's talking about it in public. Well said. And thank you so much for doing that as well, And People are listening as I, I love listening to hip hop and I hear your quotes within underground hip hop. There's a, yeah. you know, the, the Wu Tang. I've done a lot of hip hop records. I've done a lot of stuff with people like my, with, uh, uh, what's his name? I've done a lot of stuff with these hip hop artists. Yeah. I've done a lot of stuff with them. Um, because I hear your voice on the songs, and I'm like, yeah. I know I'm, I know I'm listening to the right thing. I know that a lot of people, even though, you know, Gandhi said first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then they accept you as the truth. Yeah, and, that's right. You know, I think that now finally people are starting to wake up and see what I'm talking about. Finally, absolutely. <clears throat> I think it's too late, but they're finally waking up. And I have people telling me all the time, well, you know, there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I say, yeah, the light at the end of the tunnel is a train coming, stupid. <laughs> sure, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's coming this way. <laughs> and so I've done as so much as I could do. I've tried to tell people what's going on, tried to show them what the words mean, what the terms mean. You put an S in front of the word word, it becomes sword, because words are deadly. And boy, when you get into law, you find out how deadly words can be. When you go into a federal court, you better know what you're talking about, and you better use the right terms, because whatever you say that you understand is on the, on the street, that's not what it means in a court of law. In federal court, it don't mean what you think it means. It means something totally different. That's why you have to get a lawyer, and he's called your mouthpiece. He knows how to walk the walk and talk the talk in court. He knows what to say and what not to say. You, you need to shut up and sit down and let him speak for you, and that's what you're paying him for, to speak for you, because you don't know what to say in front of a courtroom in front of a federal judge. It's really an interesting world that we live in, how much we don't know. And also, like, you talking about socialism, how everything, and now we're social distancing, the social credit score with China, and when the coronavirus 
first started, I'm like, Corona? That's like... That's a crown. It's a crown. It's the sun. That's right. Well, that's who runs England, is the British crown. Mm. Yeah. But see, in England, there's a big difference between the Queen of England and royalty, and between Queen of England royalty and something called the crown. It's a big difference between something. That's why they have crown colonies. Because the crown is a secret group of Freemasons. They're called Knights Templars. The Knights Templars founded the United States. They founded our banking system. They founded how we spend money, how we do business. And we are a crown colony of England. We think we broke away from England, but we never broke away from anything. We're still subservient to the Queen of England and to the crown. We even have crown virus nowadays. And so once you begin to really open your eyes and see how much is really there, it's referred to as going down the rabbit hole. I did a video myself. I did a video many years ago called the, um, what was it? Matrix of Power. The Matrix. I I did a video called Matrix of Power. Mm-hmm. I called it the Matrix, and I was yeah. explaining the difference between the bullshit and lies and the real truth and who is running this planet. Then they came out in Hollywood and made a movie called The Matrix. Yeah. I talked with producers and people in Hollywood because I used to live there for 60 years. I lived in Hollywood for 60 years. I knew everybody, all the actors, all the producers, directors. I knew them all, and they knew me, and they were damn well aware of me, what I was doing, what I was talking about. And so, so many times I hear my my words and my terms that I use in movies, especially especially I have seen my stuff done in uh, National Treasure and uh, National Treasure 2 and also in, um, what's the other one? The Tom the big... Hanks, the Illuminati one. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. That's all my work, all of it. And they know it. Because <laughs> I, I talk with the artists. I talk with the writers. I used to belong to a writer's guild. So they know who I am, and they've been using my work for years, but I never got a check from anybody. <laughs> they always forget to send me a check, and they take the they take the, uh, the the spotlight as being the writers. No, they're not the writers. I was the one writing about and talking about back in 1959 and 60. And so today, the world is what it is, and nobody knows what's going on in and I've been trying to tell people to the point now I'm 80 years old. I'm just so old and tired. I'm trying to stay alive and tell, talk to people. But nobody seems to have the IQ. And their brains are like, yeah, you know, their minds are like a parachute. It don't work if it's not open. And so most people are so ignorant, ill-informed and unread. They're just plain ignorant. They don't know. 
And so adults, if you ask them, they give you their opinion. But their opinion is based on somebody else's opinion. But nobody seems to know for damn sure anything. They don't know anything for sure. They have an opinion. Yeah, well, I'm not interested in your opinion. I want to know the truth. I want to know. And I use that example. You've heard me before talking about when I was a kid in the Catholic Church. And I asked the, I asked the, the, uh, the bishop if I had a torch and I was burning an angel, could I hurt an angel by burning him? He said, no, you can't burn an angel. Why not? He said, because, that, uh, because a spirit is a spirit. You can't see a spirit, much less burn one. There's nothing to burn. If he's going to burn something, you're going to have wood or paper or something or burn. You can't burn a spirit. Hell, you can't even see a spirit. And so I said, well, then why am I concerned about going to hell when my spirit will burn forever if you can't burn a spirit? Yeah, well, nobody ever asked that question. A little eight-year-old, six, <laughs> eight, nine-year-old child asked it. Why? Because I'm very, very sensitive to words and terms. And the more you listen, the more you find out about how the world really works, now you begin to see what's really going on. We've been out of control for hundreds of years. And the founding fathers were anything but stupid. They knew exactly what was going on. And they write each other, they talk to each other, and you read their letters. They knew what was happening. And they were trying to set a whole new agenda for the human race with the United States of America, with freedom and liberty and justice for all, and intellectual uh, intellectual enlightenment, and that's what we were supposed to be. We were the ultimate end to the age of enlightenment. We we're supposed to go to school, educate ourselves, understand the world. We were the we were the farmers. We were the technicians. We were building buildings and miners and going to the moon. We were the leading intellectual power on the earth. Today, we have enemies in our midst that want us all dead. Have you ever heard about that, that letter that Giuseppe Mazzini got from Albert Pike? Did you ever no. hear about that? No. I've been meaning to research Albert Pike because his name's been popping up a lot. Yeah. Well, Albert Pike, back in the 1880s, wrote a letter to another man in Europe, in Italy. His friend in Italy was Giuseppe Mazzini. Mazzini gave us mafia. You heard the word mafia, the La Cosa Nostra, the secret society of criminals? Well, that was Giuseppe Mazzini who started the, the whole movement. Well, Albert Pike was in America, and he wrote a letter to Giuseppe Mazzini. And I can send you the letter. You can read it. It's a very famous letter in the 1880s where Albert Pike told Mazzini, we're going to start three wars. There are going to be three world wars. It'll be World War One, World War Two, and World War Three. This is back in the 1880s. He said three world wars. The first two will be Germans in Germany. 
That's true. First World War and Second World War involved Germany and Hitler. That's what he said. The first two will be in Germany. The third one will be between the Zionists and the Arabs in Arabia. That's true. That's what it's looking like. It's getting hotter every day. And one day it's going to break out into a world war. And when it does, it's going to be one hell of a war because this is going to be one war to end all wars. And so it's an extraordinary story when you start breaking down the words, the terms, and, and all the stuff that we live with. I mean, how come you got to go to court? Because you play basketball on a court. You play tennis on a court. That's why you got to go to court. Because you play tennis on a court. How do you play tennis on a court? With a racket. You play with a racket. Why? Because the whole damn idea is a racket. Court is a racket. And when you go to court, bring your money and everything you own because you're going to give it up. (laughs) (laughs) It's really an incredible situation that we're living in right now. And I am so depressed because I know... Nobody seems to get what I'm talking about. Nobody seems to understand what I'm saying. But they're all going to wake up and find themselves in a concentration camp soon. Because we don't know who to trust. We don't know what the words mean. We don't even know where we come from as humans. And we have no idea where we go when we leave here and die where we're going. Since you don't know where you come from, you ultimately don't know where you're going and you don't understand what you're doing here now, then ultimately we don't know nothing. (laughs) We got scientists who are religionists. The scientists today are religion. Religion should be a science, but scientists are religion. They have their holy saints, that you can't question the saints in the science community because they're all holy and they're all wonderful. I'm just telling you, the whole thing is incredibly stupid. And that's why we're in trouble today. That's why we're in trouble, because we're ignorant children. Our adults are nothing more than grown-up children. All the adults were one day earlier were little children. How much did they know? They didn't know shit. They don't know nothing, the little children. Well, what did they know today? They still don't know nothing. Or what are they, where they get their opinions from each other. They all give each other their opinions. And everybody just assumes that this must be right. Everybody believes it. No, it's not right just because everybody believes it. Black is black, not, not a different color because everybody believes it's different. No. We have things that are, are particularly for sure yes and no. But we don't know that. We're two ignorant people. We're a very ignorant nation. So. Yeah. Well, I like that you brought up early on about the the Knights Templars. And I want to yeah. talk a little bit about that. Um, also, all your stories that you, you tell, it, I, could, I was telling you yesterday how it really rang like a truth for me, a chord, like the story, yeah. like a, the story about the soccer, how everybody wants to watch football. I never 
was it it was nice watching the sunset because my we're both you know in Arizona so my the sunset in here too yeah I've been doing these videos and a lot of the stuff I cover is on Hollywood people are finally waking up to how the you know with the mind control the political if, if you could take some of my work and put it into a movie and put it into a tv that would be great i don't have the expertise all i got is the knowledge i don't know how to put it into a television show i don't know how to do that mm -hmm. i've got i've got a macbook pro i've got the, the top of the line computer but it doesn't matter because i don't know what to do with it anyway and so yeah. I've done a lot of videos, yes. but they're Mickey Mouse videos. They're, they're not very professional, but I've got a lot. I like and all I, your videos. Yeah. I don't like the professional look because yeah. it's more real. And that's why I really, and I've been enjoying your video. I still watch them today, 13 years. Yeah, but there is another one. It's a new one. I just did uh, two months ago. I did a lecture, like I said before. I did a lecture in... Uh, Laughlin? Laughlin, Nevada. Yep. I wanted to go so bad. You should see it. Watch it. It's on the web. It's, called, it's called Jordan Maxwell, Order Out of Chaos. Order Out of Chaos, Jordan Maxwell. Have you seen it yet? I have seen it. I because I wanted to go to it so bad to meet you. Yeah, I know. And it just it didn't work out for me at that time. And you come up here. You come up here. We'll go out to lunch. That would be fantastic. I would let's love do that. it. I, I'd like it too. So let's do it. Cool. Maybe maybe we can work together on a project. Who knows? Yeah, I'm very talented with the video editing. Like. You you done the hard work and research with researching and reading, and I have a question about reading. You know because you're probably the best reader out there. <laughs> I I've been doing it for sixty years. How many pages can you read in one sitting? Well, I've got a whole bunch of books back here. At one time, I had over a hundred bank boxes full of books. But I've been robbed. I've had people come in and rob my office and rob me and take my stuff. Other people come in and steal from me everything because they know I have something that's really valuable. And people will pay money for it. And so I have other people who know that who will come in, pat me on the back and tell me how much they love what I'm doing and then steal everything everything including my socks my shirts my shoes and everything else i own now take it all because the bottom line is most people want to be me they can't be me only i can be me <laughs> yeah. but most people want to be me and if they can't be me at least they can control me and own me and control what i do and they can make the profit off of what I do. And so I've had people come in and steal from me, lie to me, and trick me. Uh, I'm 80 years old, and come in and steal everything I own. 
because I'm always open to everyone. But it's, it's the it's a it's all the parasites. It's like it's it's the whole world is filled with them. Yeah, the whole world is filled with them, and I don't know. I like to do a lot of reading on psychology and well, stuff. I'll put you on the stuff you've never heard before. If you come up and visit me, I'll tell you things you've never heard and show you where to go and get the information and show you how it works and what it means and where to get the books. And you go on my website, Jordan Maxwell Show, and you will see recommended materials on my website. You click on it and it shows you all the books and tapes I recommend. Then also on jordanmaxwellshow.com, you can click on, there's a, little, there's a little banner that says Research Society. Well, that's where I put all my research. I don't do it. My webman does it for me. But he's done a beautiful job. He's a good friend, a dear, dear friend, and he works hard for me. And so I have to pay him, and I don't have any money to pay him. I don't have any income. People stealing from me. So he knows that. He does the best he can. <clears throat> and I give him a lot of money every month just to keep him going so he can stay alive. And he does a beautiful job. It's a great website. I love it. The research community. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's awesome. I go through it. My favorite section is have you ever wondered yeah uh, that's my favorite because the whole wonder of like oh that's what i really love um everything else is also great as well and yeah i'll, I'll show you know the website while you talk about and, I and talk then about my it. favorite my favorite is the religious stuff mm -hmm. because i can talk about religion all day long i've studied it for 60 years I love talking about religion and churches and all that stuff. But there's another very important part to that research site that people don't know. And it's called the audio video section. Audio and video. And the first audio is two and a half hours long. It's called Illuminati CFR. You go on that research society and go to audio video, and the first video you see is Illuminati CFR. Listen to that, and it will blow your mind. There's stuff in there that you've never heard that will absolutely knock you out. It did me back in 1966. That's 54 years ago. 1956, I heard <clears throat> that what's on my video I heard that back in 1966. It was so extraordinary, I never forget it. I put it on my website today. I still have a copy, and it's still being played today. So go on my research website to audio video. And also, when you're on my research society, you can go to interesting articles. Click the button, interesting uh, articles. I love that one, too. That's yeah. Well, and some real heavy-duty documents there, boy. Some of the really strange stuff. People have never heard about the corporation we live in and what to do and how to live in the corporation you live in today yeah. and what not to do and what not to say. 
So you know, anyway, I've done the best I could, and you are always welcome to come down anytime you want. With, from me listening to you over the years, Skull and Bones goes back to the Pirates of the Caribbean, and Disney has the ride the Pirates of the Caribbean, and Eps, you know, the whole Epstein Island thing is the the big topic, which yeah. is in the Caribbean, you know, it's in the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah, and that and that's what kind of what I wanted to get. If you had any thoughts on that, it's something that's interesting. Well, when the when the Federal Reserve and the Internal Revenue were originally set up back at the beginning of the century, when they were first setting up the Federal Reserve and the Internal Revenue, the corporate headquarters was on uh, was on the island of uh, what was it? I gotta go back because that's I learned I learned that sixty years ago and I can't I can't remember. There's an island in the Caribbean that the Knights Templars picked that island and they put all the things they were stealing from everybody, they put it on that island in what they called a bank. Mm. And that's where we get the word bank. And where do you find a bank? They're on both sides of a river. They're called river banks. What does the river bank do? It directs the flow of the currency. <laughs> and so your money is current. It's like a current. It's currency. And so uh, I'm trying to think of that name of that island. So i got to write all this stuff down because I'm getting so old now I can't remember. But but that was interesting that they, that they were the pirates of the Caribbean. They, every, they would get together and they would rob all the ships on the high sea. They robbed the ships. That's why they were pirates. And whatever they took, whatever they could find, whatever they took, they would put it on the island in a bank. And so they were called the Knights of the Temple of Solomon, or the Knights Templars. Jesus said, upon this rock I shall build my church. Remember that scripture? Upon this rock I shall build my church. Look up the word rock in the Bible dictionary. It's called Petra. P-E-T-R-A. Petra. R-A is Ra for the sun. It was a sun temple in the, in the country of Jordan. It's called Petra. And it was featured in the movie Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and his father, uh, Sean Connery, ended up in Petra because Jesus said, upon this rock I shall build my church. Look up the word rock. It's Petra. But the Catholic Church said, no, no, it's Peter. No, Peter is one thing. Petra is different, totally different. Bible Dictionary says, upon this rock I shall build my church, rock is Petra. Well, that's what Petra is, is one big, huge mountain rock that had been carved into a temple. So when Jesus said, I built my temple, I built my church on this rock, that means Christianity is based on Petra. That's why it's in a movie with Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. Uh, it's just really, really interesting when you start getting into this kind of stuff. That's the kind of thing I like talking about for hours upon hours upon hours. Just all the words and terms and symbols and what they mean and what's going on. 
We have to do this again. We have to do another yes. show. Yes, and I, I love listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I love talking to audiences who care, who want to know. Well, I really that, appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you, too, for wanting to know. Because so many young people are so ignorant and ill-informed and unread. All they know is their football games and chasing women. That's all they know. <laughs> <laughs> And so I understand, but there's so many questions. See, I have all kinds of questions, but my questions are different than most people. I've got serious questions. And yeah. so I've wondered, about, I've wondered about a lot of things since I was eight years old. <laughs> and now at 80, 80 years old, now I'll look back on my life and see how much I didn't know. It took me 80 years to figure it out, but now I know. I just wish I knew where I was going when I leave here, because I'm getting ready to leave soon. I'm already 80 years old, and I'm feeling it. I can feel my day is coming to leave here. I don't know where I'm going. I'll just go where my brother went and where my family went. I'm going there, too. Thank you again. <laughs> Super yeah. grateful. I can't say enough about that. Okay, thank you. Have we'll a talk later. We'll Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Now go to Jordan Maxwell's website, jordanmaxwellshow.com, and go to his research website as well, which you can find there, and join his research community. This has been a wealth full of knowledge that really opened my eyes to a lot of hidden meaning symbols and where we come from a lot of great great information that is priceless so go there support him and also subscribe to the coronavirus conspiracy newsletter for banned content have a great day god bless Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.